This is Journal Talk, Episode 10. I was very much in my head. I think that was my way of surviving, was to just live in my brain more so than my body, because it was a really terrifying place to be. So I was just had to know everything about everything and that helped me survive it protected me but I think early on I realized that I wasn't my thoughts and I wasn't all this stuff that was happening and that there was more to me than that call it you know soul or spirit or whatever you want to call it but there was more than just mm-hmm. my thoughts than just what was happening in my life and I feel like writing really connected me to that non-physical part of me that does feel eternal and does feel safe and does feel good about who she is. I just decided to keep connecting to that more and more. And, and I think if you do that, you start to become that person. You get to define who you are and redefine and, and refine and, and choose who to be. Wow, so even back then you were really starting to experience the law of attraction without putting those words on it. Yeah, totally. (laughs) You are listening to Journal Talk, a bi-weekly podcast about all things journaling. This podcast is part of Write for Life, a web resource for living with clarity, passion, and purpose through journaling. Visit our website at www.write4life.us. And now, here's the host of Journal Talk and the founder of Write for Life, journaling coach Nathan Oren. Hello and welcome to a new episode of Journal Talk. I'm your host, Nathan Oren, and Journal Talk is a special project about finding and sharing a community of people that have found personal growth, healing, and access to a powerful life using the practice of journal writing. And I have to say, the more I look around, the more examples that I find of these people. And today I'll be sharing an interview with yet another journal writing guru. Her name is Carrie Lee Sandoval. Carrie is the author of the book, Journals Have Feelings Too. It's a guidebook for writing your way back to sanity. And the description of it on Amazon.com says that this book is a gut-wrenching, heartfelt journey of one person's trip from disaster to inspiration through the power of journal writing. Carrie takes you by the hand and guides you in forming a friendship with your journal from the very first trip to your favorite office supply store to the final pages. She addresses blockages and what to do when you get stuck and how to create a truly phenomenal life. So Carrie Lee Sandoval is my guest today on Journal Talk and she takes the prize for my youngest guest on Journal Talks thus far. (laughs) She just turned 26 years old last month. Not only has she written an inspiring book like this, she's also a coach in the law of attraction and we'll talk about what that means later in today's episode. 
also in today's episode. You know, it was so popular last time that we're going to make time for it again today. I want to do another journaling exercise together. And Carrie taught me a fantastic way to use the law of attraction in my journaling. So I'm going to invite you to join in and practice the law of attraction yourself using your own journal. So keep your journals handy for later in the show. So I have three segments of the dialogue uh, with Carrie to share with you. And in this first segment, we're going to talk a little about Carrie's book, Journals Have Feelings Too. For those interested in reading it, I've put the link up on this week's episode notes. Carrie is one of those people who began journaling at a very young age, and she shares how her journal has become a counselor and a friend during some dark times in her life. I believe that Carrie's story is a beautiful summary of so many other stories that we've heard here on Journal Talk. See what you think about the way Carrie describes her journal being a source of strength and courage to her in her life. Please enjoy. Welcome, Carrie, to Journal Talk. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to talk about your book. Journals Have yeah. Feelings Too. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love the title, very catchy and so true when you think of your journal as a close friend, as somebody that's an ally, somebody on your side and with you, you know, along life's journey. Do you want to start with telling us a little bit about that? Sure. I actually took a writing class in order to get myself to actually write this. I know I've had really many books in me for a very long time, and I finally said, okay, I know what I need to do. I need someone to kick my butt so that I can get this out to the world because I know I have something to share. I know I have a lot to share. Mm -hmm. So it was a 12-week course, and she asked me, what do you know? I was like, I know journaling. That that Mm -hmm. was the one thing that came through really strong. I, I know about the healing arts. I know about all this stuff, but it was like journaling. That's my thing. That's that's my niche. That's what I have to write about. Mm-hmm. And so then I outlined it and I had all this stuff. She's like, okay, little overachiever. And I was like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe I'll, maybe I'll cut down a little bit. I don't have to say everything, but yeah. And then it just evolved into this whole different thing than, than what I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Where it's like a workbook. It has activities called journal time so that you can, so for the people who are just interested in the journaling prompts, you can go to the journaling prompt where it says journal time, really big. And there's actually also one doodle time. Very nice. And then there's a lot of really good content in there about how I've used it to transform my life. Great. Journaling, when I started journaling, I was just in a really dark place. I was about 14 or 15. Mm. And it was my place. It was home. I had all these, oh, just so many thoughts, (laughs) so many thoughts in my head and so much Mm -hmm. trauma that I experienced when I was younger and all these diagnoses, you know, I was bipolar, I was this, I was this. And it was like, it helped me get clean. It helped me find why I was doing those things and how to stop doing them. It was Mm. like... It was my counselor. It was my friend. It became everything that I needed to know who I was. Mm-hmm. In addition to the story about you and how you, you came through, there's these journal prompts and, and tips that you, that you give. Can you share what, what is journal time? It's taken off more than just the book now, too. The book may have started it off. 
but I understand you do an ongoing journal time through your website, yes? I do, yes. Every Friday I will just give a brief introduction about kind of what's going on with me and how I'm using that to, to journal. So, for example, yesterday was titled Creation Versus Destruction because I feel, especially as a Law of Attraction coach, that our thoughts can either create or destroy us. So mm-hmm. if we're thinking, if we're allowing the old thoughts of the past and all these memories and all these things to dictate our life, then we're not in creation. And so this was all about how to be the creator in your life. Mm. And then and then I do like two or three probing questions and then I say, it's journal time. <laughs> Grab your journal and go. We hope you're enjoying this episode of Journal Talk. Have you already subscribed on iTunes? You won't want to miss the next episode. Go to the iTunes store and search under Journal Talk. All one word. Click subscribe and get your Journal Talk delivered free. Thanks for subscribing. And now, back to more Journal Talk. Welcome back to Journal Talk. I'm your host, Nathan Orn, and I'm sharing a telephone interview that I had with Carrie Sandoval, who is a personal coach that specializes in the Law of Attraction. The Law of Attraction is described a few different ways depending on who you talk to, and it goes back to the very early 1900s. The most famous reference that I know about is from a book called Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill in 1937. Napoleon Hill taught that you could bring about anything you want in your life just by employing a simple secret. And that secret is to program your mind to attract it. And throughout the whole book, Napoleon Hill describes different techniques for focusing all your mental and emotional energy on something that you really desire, and you literally will pull it closer towards you. Now, back in the 1940s, this idea might have sounded pretty crazy to people, but the idea has become more and more popular. And if you remember, as recently as 2006, Rhonda Byrne came out with a great book and a movie called The Secret, and it mixed in some scientific explanations of how this law of attraction could work for you. And along the way, people like Jerry and Esther Hicks, Anthony Robbins, Mike Hernacki, many other great speakers, teachers, and motivators have branded their own flavor of this idea of the law of attraction. Basically, the law of attraction is the belief that you can bring about any result that you want in your life just using the power of your thoughts and your emotions to draw it towards you. And the opposite, by the way, is also true. So you could bring about your worst nightmares if you spend too much energy dwelling on the negative. And there are some people who believe this so deeply that they're willing to say that whatever you have in your life right now, good or bad, joyful or sorrowful, It's because you created it with your own thoughts and emotions and the patterns that you're that you're using. So when Carrie told me that she's a law of attraction coach, of course, naturally, I had to ask her what the law of attraction means to her. And in this second segment of our conversation, she answers that question. And she gives me a really clear picture of what she means to coach other people using the law of attraction. 
In fact, she spent some time coaching me through an example. <laughs> so so in, this, in this next segment, you're going to hear an exercise from the Law of Attraction. Listen carefully because I'm going to encourage you to join in later on using a journaling exercise. So here's Carrie describing her flavor of the Law of Attraction. What you think about, what you focus on, and especially what you focus on with feeling is what you are attracting to you. So if you're feeling really happy and really excited, then you're going to attract more of those experiences that will make you feel that way. Mm -hmm. And what does it mean to be a law of attraction coach? As far as the coaching, I teach people how to use that to their advantage instead of using it by default. So they are conscious creators in their life rather than just letting the old thoughts dictate what's happening in their life. Very nice, very nice. And you're almost complete with your training and then you get, is it a certification program or yes, what is yes. it? Yes, over halfway done with my certification program right now. Nice. Well, congratulations in advance. Thank and, you. Uh, uh, do you work with clients now, or you're looking to work with clients? What's your vision of Terry Sandoval Incorporated? I have two clients right now. I am looking to fill my space with one more mm -hmm. because I have a toddler, and three is a good number for me. Okay. But the bigger picture that I have is to create a group program that's actually based around journals have feelings too, and will include meditations and different processes. It's going to be more law of attraction than my book. So that Very good. Is, that's in the works. And so I'm going to probably do that about three times a year while, where I do like a live group coaching with mm, probably maximum 20 people. Okay. Yeah, so you get a group of people then doing a, a workshop, a law of attraction and journaling workshop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm excited for that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that sounds, that sounds great. And for people listening into this that want to find out more, how can they reach you? They can go to my website, www.carrieleesandoval.com. Would you want to share with people, maybe give an example? You could use me as your guinea pig, your unique flavor of uh, law of attraction coaching. Sure. Let me ask you what is your intention. In general, what would you like to feel? Hmm. Um, I like feeling connected with my family. Okay. And how do you feel when you're connected with your family? How do I feel when I am feeling connected with my family? Mm-hmm. Um, I feel proud uh, to, to share with them uh, who I am. I feel humbled to learn from them what they're learning. Uh, I feel I, I like the silliness, the games and the silliness, uh, playfulness. I, I, like feeling the, I like feeling those things. So as you're saying that, can you feel how your energy is shifting? Yeah. Yeah, just talking about it a little bit gets me into, I like cer certain memories come back up and I, 
and uh, you know specific circumstances like when I go over and we play games together, you know I I I almost get into that mood again. Mm-hmm. Well, you actually did a process, a law of attraction process, by doing that. It's called finding the feeling place, and it's in the book Ask and It Is Given, and you activate the feeling by tapping into a memory or tapping into a future moment that you'd like to experience. And so as you're feeling that, you're vibrating in that energy and you're talking Mm. about it and you're focusing on it. So now you've just changed your point of attraction. Mm. So just by recalling that memory and getting into that mood, kind of psyching myself out, if you will, for lack of a better term, uh, I'm placing myself in that wavelength and exactly. attracting, attracting more of it, mm-hmm. even without doing anything else, Carrie? That's right. <laughs> it, only takes, it only takes 58 seconds is what they say in the book. 58, like two seconds less than a minute? 68. Oh, 68, just a little bit more than a minute. Yeah. It's almost as if you're training your mind to find, tune into and find opportunities to be that way again. Mm-hmm. And so maybe the universe, you know, is actually moving and shifting. That's possible. Uh, maybe, you know, like some people have a hard time believing in God, you know, pulling strings and making things happen for us. But on the other hand, maybe I'm just training my own brain to recognize the opportunities more because I'm thinking more about it. Mm, Either way, the same thing. Either way, comes to the same result. Thank you so much. That was good. And I've already thought of something I could do right now. (laughs) As soon as I hang up with this call, there is a phone call I need to make to one of my sisters. So, see, it worked. Nice. It it does. (laughs) It changes your thoughts, you start having thoughts that you wouldn't have been, you wouldn't have had access to in exactly. other states. Yeah. Yeah, perfect. You're listening to another fun episode of Journal Talk with your host, Nathan Oren. We are interested in hearing from you, our listeners, whether this is your first time tuning in or you are already a subscriber to our podcast. So please, send us your reactions, comments, feedback, suggestions, and let us know what you like most or least about Journal Talk. Email us at info at writeforlife.us. That's spelled I-N-F-O at W-R-I-T-E, the number four, life, L-I-F-E, dot U-S. We look forward to hearing from you. And now, back to more Journal Talk. Welcome back to Journal Talk. Hey, are you ready for a little journaling exercise? Grab your notebook or your notepad or your iPad or whatever it is you use, and let's get started. First, find a comfortable position and just take a moment to relax. Take a deep breath and close your eyes for just a moment. And I want to set the right mood just so that you have a minute to set an intention for yourself. Find something that you would like to create more of in your life. It could be health. 
It could be financial related. It could be related to your career, family. You might set your mind on a goal that you've been wanting to achieve for a long time. Get yourself fixated on some intention. You got something? Okay. Now open your eyes and in your notebook just jot down a few words about your intention or goal. Just a phrase is fine. We're only going to use it as a reference point. So don't feel you have to describe the whole thing. What I want you to do next is take another moment now to close your eyes and get relaxed and imagine for just a minute what it's like to see that intention as real in your life. Visualize that you're already there right now. Imagine what it would feel like the moment that you realize that you've achieved your goal for real. Pay special attention to the thoughts you're having, the sensation in your body, the feelings that you're aware of, the amazement. Got it? Now from that place, open your eyes and write a journal entry about how you feel. Take a paragraph or a page or two pages and write out from that place of awe what it is that you feel like. Write how it feels to have already have accomplished your intention. If there are any memories that show up for you, any scenes, write those out. And if there's any action steps that show up for you, write those down too. You may find some action steps show up. That's great. I would really love to hear about how this exercise worked for you, so please send me an email or post something on my Facebook page or my website if you found this exercise to be helpful, okay? Promise me. As I get ready to sign off for today, I just want to say thank you for listening to episode 10 of Journal Talk, and I'll be back in two weeks so we can have another guest. Linda Monk is coming. Uh, it, I, I can't say enough about her, but you'll meet her next time. For right now, I'll close with one final excerpt of conversation with Carrie Sandoval. And in this last segment, she shares a few more personal facts about her journal keeping. And she leaves us with some well-spoken words of wisdom I'm sure you will appreciate. Take care, everybody, and keep on writing. I like to interview my guests and ask little quiz questions. So do you like to type or handwrite? Do you have a, a leaning towards one or the other? I am a handwriter. I have stacks and stacks of, of journals. I, mm -hmm. I wouldn't have it any other way. But mm -hmm. it's yeah. always pen to paper. It yeah, yeah. for me. Gotcha. And what do you do with all those stacks of journals? They keep growing and growing. What 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 do you do with them? They're in a box. <laughs> it's actually accessible. It's like I'm really attached to them. Uh-huh. I really could not imagine th throwing them out. Mm -mm, not at this point. I think there might be a point in the future where I'll burn them or do some kind of letting go of them. But right now, I it is really helpful for me to see that I did experience those things. It, it makes it real, and, and it reminds me how strong I am. 
Mm, yes. They're like artifacts, mm-hmm. souvenirs of a time gone by. Do you ever go back and read them? Sometimes. Uh-huh. Not lately. I'm, I'm more focused on the, the future and what I do want lately. Yes. I would like to create a way that they could survive. And I know that ink and wood, you know, deteriorate over time. And so, you know, my children, my nieces, my nephews, my great-grandchildren, you know, they're never going to see that. And maybe that's okay because a lot of what's written in there is just blah, 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 you know, crazy (laughs) stuff anyway. But there's a part of me that wants it to survive. And I don't know how much it's going to cost to go back and scan all these things in. I mean, it's 28 years worth of stuff. And I I can't imagine, you know, going to Kinko's (laughs) asking, hey, how much would you charge? I've got this truck outside. (laughs) 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 That's the only puzzle that I'm working out. Do you share any of that? As far as wanting to preserve? Um, I used to always think that that I was going to die and that these were going to live on and I just had this thing. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I'm just not really really attached to that anymore. I Actually, as you were saying that, I think it would be cool to to show them to my son and have him do whatever he wants with them. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, anything else you would like to leave? Any words of wisdom, advice? Anything you would like our listeners to consider? Words of advice would be just to find your own advice to just keep looking and keep discovering more and more things that make you you and make you who you want to be and decide to grow the things that you want to be and let go of the things that you don't. Nice.